Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the Disney Plus original film, or just Marvel film, Black Widow. And the stars Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova, Rachel Wise as Iron Maiden. I didn't realize that. Um, And David Harbour as Alexi. So... Natasha Romanoff confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. So, what did you get from Black Widow? Um, I will say I... um Got a little more than I expected. I liked it just a tad more than I thought I would. Uh, <laughs> That's saying a lot. That, that does say a lot. But my overarching issue with the film is unfortunately, I feel like it just makes it so much more confusing for folks wanting to understand what's happening in the MCU and what order at which it's happening. Because they are going so they're going back a couple of years, but it's still in recent history um, before some major events. So it can be pretty confusing to follow if you do, if you're trying to get into this and um, cause it's, it's, I mean, they have the dates and they have the time stamped, whatever in the film, but you have to kind of remind yourself, okay, this already happened. This happens after this, how does this play in? And um, besides a vest, um, nothing really connects that's important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she really likes her vest. But I have a counter argument where basically, I mean, screw those people. If you want to know what's happening, go catch up. They don't have time to be explaining all this stuff from the past. I feel like this is <clears throat> a pretty good standalone movie where you don't really have to know that much and just watch it for what it is. Um, because they barely connect anything. It's just this this certain time in um, Black Widow's life leading up to Infinity War. I think if you, if you, if you pitch it just as a standalone film um, that happens in the MCU at this year, yes, I get what you're saying. It is, it is fine on its own viewing it like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I say those people just got to catch up. They they can't just keep um, dragging their feet trying to um, get in everybody who hasn't watched all the previous films because it's been many years. I mean, what, 19, 20 films before this one? Yeah. You got to go back and watch something. I mean, don't just jump right in on the most recent film. Well, even I mean, if you're not jumping in, I mean, if you're following <laughs> these but not necessarily the most you know, not researching it like we do. And you're saying, oh, the next one's coming out. 
and you watch it and you think that's like where this all ends. Like this is the, this is the next thing in order. But this is, I think really the, you could argue Captain America is somewhat like this, but it's very different in the way that it is the past. Um, and it can be kind of confusing to think about it on an actual timeline of events, um, which is why let's say some, if you watch it that way, then you watch the end and, you know, spoiler alert, she's dead. We already know that because you watch other films. Um, it can kind of leave you like, what? She's dead, but this is, and you forget. I mean, I would think some people might forget that she actually died, the average viewer. Um, might forget that she died in um, Endgame because so much was happening. Um, and you might just, you know, it's easy. It's an easy point to forget and gloss over. Um, but honestly, that kind of leads into my most, you know, my critique about Black Widow is she's a character you can gloss over and nothing really changes. Um, because <laughs> that's what they did. They went back in time <laughs> to watch this, to, you know, to, to if we had a camera going back in time to watch this. Because these events, they didn't really affect anything in the future that was relevant. No. And I guess it shouldn't. Or, I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe the ending. Because we don't want to make the movies we've already seen less valuable. But it just goes to show how invaluable this character is. Because (laughs) we can go back in time and view these things knowing that it won't have any effect on the grand scale of things moving forward. I mean, we'll talk about the end, but the biggest like, oh, wow, is about a Disney Plus series. Um, So (laughs) low stakes compared to the things you've been watching. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's more of a personal story. I mean, she's going back into her past, facing some of her demons. Yeah. That's what it is. But we got we to talk about it. I, I, obviously, I don't care for the character anyway. Um, okay. And, and, and reasons. And this is, I mean, this, I feel like this kind of like proves to me a little bit that, um, yeah, it doesn't quite matter what she's doing. We'll see it when we see it. Um, we got to talk about <laughs> Okay. All right. Well. Um, can you imagine them holding up Infinity War or Endgame for this? No, no, people please are mad don't. about Captain Marvel. I would've been mad if we got this before Infinity War or Endgame and watch her wear a vest and cut her hair. But anyway, <laughs> we're moving forward. Yeah, I mean, this isn't that relevant. <laughs> um, but as far as the story goes, um, Black Widow is on the run. So this takes place right after Civil War. Um, actually, the beginning is about her in the past with her sister, mother and father. You know, they're living pretty peacefully. And then all of a sudden, um, the police is after them. Um, And it's kind of confusing at first, I guess, if you don't know the history. Mm -hmm. But um, the parents are already prepared for this because this is some kind of secret mission that some other guy is controlling. And they were only supposed to be there for a certain amount of time, kind of like serving a tour in a foreign country. Mm -hmm. So they have this plane where they can escape. I mean, it's a pretty good scene. It is a little long, but... It was, I think, one of the better parts of the movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's a little long, but um, it's pretty nice. Alexi, so David Harbour, he plays Alexi. 
I don't think I knew the background of these characters, so I was a little mm. surprised by some of the things that he did at first. I'm like, oh, well, who was he? Um, but he is like the Russian super soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his name? The Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Not okay. Crimson Dynamo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got, I got kind of confused. Um, but yeah, he was basically like the Captain America for Russia. Um, but not as good, of course. <laughs> they didn't care as much for him. Um, but they escape with the whole family, and then they meet up with... Uh, who's the bad guy? Is it Drakov? Yes. Yeah, so... Um, Black Widow, a younger Black Widow, and a younger Florence Pugh, who is oblivious to everything, Florence Pugh. Um, <clears throat> they don't know that, that really, they don't know what's going on. Um, actually, it's more of Florence Pugh doesn't know what's going on, but Scarlett Johansson, she's trying to protect her sister, you know, trying to fend off these weird men who are, you know, closing in on them. I mean, it was kind of confusing to me. Because I was thinking these are people here to help them, but mm-hmm. they end up shooting them with some some kind of um, I don't know sedation thing, mm-hmm. some kind of sedation liquid. Um, and we have a whole montage of how the red room works, uh, showing them like. training. Well, <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> that's the interesting part of her story, the red room, and they literally just did a montage over it. Like that's what makes her her. <laughs> That's the big part of the comics that makes this Russian spy tick. And they just put some punk rock over it, flash through <laughs> some screens, and move on. I was like, I, I, that's fine. Because people have questions like, um, how did she get this way? Um, how did she learn these things? How she such a good fighter? Um, if you watch this and you went to the bathroom, I think she's just smart. Or she just, um, I don't know, somehow is Russian, could speak English. It doesn't make any sense because (laughs) we didn't see the training that happened to make her the way she is. And for it to be such a big part of the movie, but also such a small part of it at the same time, that was an interesting choice. Um, Obviously you wouldn't have more Scarlett Johansson, you know, real life character person on screen as much as possible. You can't do that in an origin movie about her being a kid. So they skipped over it. But I thought that would have been the more interesting parts of this if we got the actual original Red Room. Um, but they, no, glossed over that. Well, I think you got the gist of it through conversations with her family. Um, they yeah, talked about. There was a writer saying, we got to make sure people know what happened. Take a break here <laughs> about being tortured. <laughs> oh, yeah, uterus removed. Laugh about it. What? <laughs> traumatic character development moments and we're just glossing over it and i think we were all as shocked as alexi was oh just casual about this well i mean you don't want to show that no you don't want to show it but i mean (laughs) did it affect you i don't know because didn't seem to be that important in your backstory but (laughs) well she is a spy i mean i think the thing that they said that separated her was that she had heart but yeah, yeah, that's my part. I mean, but she does she does have a side to separate herself 
like that that side of her in a world where thanos is walking with infinity stones some girl with a heart supposed to be uh you get low sick i just can't i just can't (laughs) okay I, i know you're not liking this so far but the part for me that you know we'll probably get more into it later that didn't really work for me was um <clears throat> what's the name of taskmaster i was really looking for, huh that didn't work for you no well not exactly who was taskmaster okay but what happened with taskmaster i mean hmm. i i just didn't like it um i taskmaster just did not do much of anything in this film um that's what I was really looking forward to. Interesting. But not I mean, much happened. The main villain. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a Winter Soldier kind of villain. Yeah. Where 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 Taskmaster's Winter Soldier, and then you have right. the I don't know, um some kind of Russian guy controlling them. Right. But it was very disappointing. I I it, yeah. If you love, I could see that because they changed a lot about that character. Um, so I could, I could see the disappointment there. Um, someone asked me a question. Well, you know, talk about specifics, but how did, with the way Taskmaster works, how did he know some of the things he knew without watching the movies? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into how his stuff works, how her stuff works, but. Um, I don't know. The film he was watching looked the one I was watching, and that's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe he slash she has a omnipresence. I don't want to, you know, spoil anything in the future, but that's why I said he slash she. But um, let's let's talk about it. Okay. Well, (laughs) I think there was probably some kind of camera out there. I mean, it was an airport, and they have a lot of security. No. They were fighting in the city. Oh, oh no. I mean, I was talking about the Civil War part. Well, the Civil War part. They were fighting in a random city. In but that, that was an airport, though. And somehow, somehow she was able to watch these moves. <laughs> Who was recording? It didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Not one bit. And she had the whole Black Panther claws. How'd you see that? Who <laughs> told her that? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I I just didn't like it. It's not that uh, Taskmaster was a woman. That 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 wasn't a problem for me. No, sure. Taskmaster's biggest draw is that he can mimic things right. very well and very quickly. You know, it's like a reflex. But that barely happens in this movie. I mean, Black Widow encounters Taskmaster at the beginning, and she doesn't really know who Taskmaster is. But she covers a move that's made for a second. And then, I mean, Natasha just falls into the river and just goes somewhere else. But there's not much mimicking going on. I mean, there's some flips and jumps, but it's really nothing special. There's no back and forth, some of the banter that Taskmaster usually has. So I was really disappointed. Well, could you consider nothing was special because the person Taskmaster is copying wasn't special? What? Well, Taskmaster was looking at more than just uh, Black Widow. True. Threw a shield one time, Panther Claws. <laughs> That's all he got. Yeah. What well, was actually a she? 
but that yes, yes. <laughs> but still, just very disappointing. I mean, barely even a villain. I mean, just yeah, kind of a robot. Pretty much a robot. I mean, they freed her, but I'm not sure she's free. Um, <laughs> that suit can't come off. <laughs> she's just gonna be a robot for, for shield now um, that's that's what that's gonna be uninteresting i mean but where were we i don't, I don't even know well i mean we we got we got our gripes for the film off from the bat but i mean but you know why we did that because the movie itself didn't have that much going on but essentially we have Black Widow. Um, she escapes after the fights in Civil War. Um, she escapes Thaddeus Ross. Um, she goes off. She has a supply man, um, lives off the land for a few days um, before she is found by Taskmaster. Um, she gets something in the mail from her sister. She doesn't know it yet, but it is Viles. Um, and Taskmaster fights her, mimics her, whatever. Um, and she sees that Taskmaster is looking at these, this package of vials. So she grabs it, jumps in the lake, you know, swim away. Um, she does this and I guess she sees the address on it <laughs> and it's her old house. So he finally gets to know what happened in Budapest between, with her and Hawkeye. And she goes to this house and finds her sister. Um, who we, we know is not really her sister because it was just this Russian you know, plant. But um, finds her sister, they fight for no reason um, and have some back and forth dialogue. Um, her sister rags on her several times while she's not a real Avenger. She's not one of the big ones. She's <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> I know you like that. Exactly. She's not. <laughs> um, and <laughs> he's like, they sent you. She's like, no, they're fighting right now. She's like, oh, that's convenient. Well, we got an issue. Um, and they get, you know, they get attacked and she explains that, you know, they run away. The, the sister explains this, this antidote cures the new widows um, who are being brainwashed. Um, so they're like, well, we know what we got to do. We got to, you know, save the world, whatever. Um, to do that, we need to find someone who can fix this. We need help. Um, so they go and break out the Red Guardian from prison, which is, I thought his scenes was pretty funny in the prison. I mean, he has his Russian accent. He's um, overweight now. He's <laughs> telling these stories that actually probably didn't happen about him fighting Captain America because the timeline isn't right. And someone brings it up. He breaks the arm in an arm. Wrestle. I thought his stuff was pretty funny. It was cheesy, but funny. And they go and break him out in, a, in the prison break scene. is pretty funny. But he looked, he reminded me of Sabretooth when he was trying to jump to get out. <laughs> he reminded me of 2002, I think. Sabretooth in X-Men. <laughs> With Cyclops yes. shooting like <laughs> shooting a laser beam. Right. Just, just jumping. But, um, they, they make it and um, you know, they escape and he's reminiscing and they're like, this was a terrible idea. You were awful to us. You're not a real dad. Um, they're mad about it and they go find their mom, um, the scientist, to figure out what's going on. Turns out she's the cause of all this. Um, and someone pointed out her switch to their side too fast. Yeah. Very evil. Um, <laughs> and I mean, she, she demonstrates how powerful this chemical is of mind control. 
by telling a pig not to breathe and then just not caring about it. <laughs> I mean, it's very uncomfortable for everyone in the room. A pig is dying and she's like, isn't that so cool? He can't breathe. And they're like, are you going to like make it breathe though? Like, this is kind of weird to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and they have their moments about family and how they're not a real family, but they were a real family, yada, yada. And, um, you know, glossing over details. Um, and then she, the mom, uh, the Iron Maiden, says, they're on their way. I called them when you got here. I'm sorry. I like you now, but we're going to have to go. Um, and the Red Room agents come and attack to capture them. They get to this base in the sky, the new Red Room. Um, and we meet the actual bad guy, learn some backstory about how this all happened um, and how it all works. Uh, this pheromone that he somehow makes all the widows not able to hit him because if they smell him, it won't work. Um, and we're seeing this, also, I mean, I liked how it was kind of filmed. Again, I don't think it makes quite as much sense because there's no way it happened that quickly. Um, but while this is happening in real time, we're getting flashbacks to right before they were abducted where the mom is actually saying, I've changed sides, I'm gonna help you. This is how you're gonna win. This is what you need to do, explaining it to Black Widow. Um, all the while you have Elena, um, Florence Pugh making fun of Scarlett Johansson's character, making fun of her jumps, how she fights and everything, which was hilarious. Um, well, just on her, um, Florence Pugh's character, yeah. I was surprised at how many times they said shit. I mean, they said like 15 times in this film. I'm like, wow, Disney's really going through with this. They did. They did. It was pretty funny. <laughs> and especially her. She says it all the time. Yeah, it was her paperwork. <laughs> um, but yeah, the switch did happen pretty quickly. I think it was to throw the audience off more than anything because um, there was no lead up to it. I mean, she was clearly not really caring at the table whenever they were discussing some of the past stuff. Um, Florence Pugh felt the most heartache because all of that was real to her. She mm -hmm. thought of her as her only mother um, and father, even though she was disappointed in her father. She still wanted that comfort from him. Um, but the switch with the Iron Maiden was very quick. I mean, really, you would think that she was turning them in. Right. Um, and they come back with that face technology again. Um, Always where... convenient. <laughs> no one explains how it works, where they get it from. Is it reusable? It's invisible. And they just do it to move the plot along. Well, it's a nice technology. It is, but it, they just use it all the time. Well, how many examples do we have of this? I know Winter Soldier. Yeah. And we saw it in, you're talking about the series? No, I'm just talking about all of the movies. Well, well, I'm saying we've, you said Winter Soldier. We've seen it in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we've seen it in, I think, Civil War, if not Winter Soldier, the movie. I know it was Winter Soldier. Okay, yeah, it was Winter Soldier. I think it was in Civil War as well. Um, and then it was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But essentially it's like, we have these super unpowered beings and we're gonna give them this face swap technology to make things easy for them. 
<laughs> well, it's not easy. I mean, it's stealthy. I mean, it works to their character. Yeah, yeah. So, again, with the Batman gadgets, I'm not with it. <laughs> You're not on their level. But it, it, she's not fighting some superpowered being. Because she can't. <laughs> this is just a man who has a very protective stench. Um, Laughable. <laughs> that they can't attack him? That that's like that's the big thing. It's a record. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it yes. makes sense. And the writing is good. It's just the character I have a problem with. The movie was doing the best they could. <laughs> well, I mean, she was really trying to make him punch her really hard because she was calling him weak. And yeah. I guess he couldn't break her nose. <laughs> um but really, she could have just shot him from far away, you know, leave right. the room and just shoot him. It doesn't exactly work. If she pulls the trigger, that bullet is not going to stop. <laughs> preventing them from killing him for years. <laughs> just leave the room. Get out of his stench. shooters. <laughs> Shoot, ask Hawkeye to do it. I mean, we skipped over this part, but essentially, um, the way that Black Widow got into S.H.I.E.L.D., was by taking down Drake off, as they thought. And to do that, they tracked his daughter, watched her go into his office, and assumed he was in there because she had put her bag down, blew up the building. What little did they know? He wasn't in there, and they messed this little girl up. Um, and <laughs> she was so badly broken and burnt um, and injured that the father, Drake off, took her, experimented on her, made her into the Taskmaster. She watches these films of these heroes fighting. Um, from our point of view? Right. From <laughs> our point of view. That's what doesn't make sense. But, I mean, what point of view should she see? She shouldn't see anything. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an airport. It has a whole bunch of... No. Uh, <laughs> no. Stop it. There's cameras all over the place. Stop trying Come on. Them. They were zooming in on the action fight. You've seen security footage. They have to still, act, they, all they get is um, is white male black t shirt in a red truck. Like that is the <laughs> technology today when it comes to security footage, especially at airports. Um, you cannot tell me they have zooming features. They're watching certain characters for certain amounts of time at different angles. Um, and she was able to learn moves off of that. No way in the world. Wait a minute. No way in the world. Wait, wait. There's a lot of technology that's out there, like Tony Stark's technology. Um, maybe some of the Wakandans' technology is out there. You know, they, <laughs> they didn't have it. No, I'm not saying they Black didn't. Black Panther for the what? first time ever from the week that we saw him. The, she did the, the, the hand thing with the claws, like she was watching 3D IMAX theater right next to me. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I'm just saying they are way more developed than we are in, in real life, you know. That's a no for me, dog. I can't. But, but maybe they don't have the exact technology of what Tony Stark or like what Condens have, but it's probably there? years. Huh? If, if this was Rickoff's camera. Mm -hmm. Why was he even there? That well, was an impromptu fight that wasn't supposed to happen. 
<laughs> no, they got footage from the airport and they just cleared it up, you know, got 4K. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But it, it doesn't matter in the big scheme of things. I think that Taskmaster was did a very it, it it was injustice to the character. There was there was no justice done. Um I I didn't like that the character barely did any of the mimicking. I mean, she just looked at some footage and then mimicked a little bit of stuff, but it didn't really matter. Um, I, I, I was just really disappointed. I was expecting a lot from the character, or at least just, I guess, the minimum, but it just was not there. There was, I mean, the girl didn't even speak. <sighs> I, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. It wasn't clear if she couldn't speak because of the damage from the accident or because her father took the ability away. I mean, he probably did because she was like, yeah, um, because she didn't like him either because she felt like she was finally free after um, they put that, whatever it is, that red gas in her face. Right. But still, I I, I just didn't like it. And I mean, whatever the character is going to be after this, it's hard to see me caring, but I don't know. Just let's just move on. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean can we get the actual Taskmaster? Can we get a different character, a reimagining? Is, is this worse than um, was it Iron Man 2's Mandarin? <sighs> you mean Iron Man 3? Iron Man 3, yeah. Um, is it worse? Probably not. Okay. I mean, I guess I really I didn't care as much because really at that time I wasn't completely behind the movies. I was still kind of a sure. Yeah, I'm, I really do like watching these films, but I'm not anticipating watching them as soon as they come out. So it didn't Simpler hit that hard time. for me. He said simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, a lot of things were different, but um. Yeah, that that one didn't hit as hard for me. Now, Taskmaster is not he's not like one of my favorite characters, but I was looking forward to this because I felt like he's a really good character. But there was nothing from the actual character that I remember that was in this film. So it was just a huge disappointment. Yeah, I uh I get that. I was disappointed with Black Widow, but that's not any fault of the movie. Um <laughs> but I definitely see why the changes they made, I think they might went a little too far. I could, you know, she didn't have to be that broken. Um, it made it more emotional, I guess. I mean, using like a mule. Um, did she eat? I wonder. I guess she had to, but how? They probably give her a tube or something. Like the implication is crazy. But again, if we actually got the red room, maybe we would have seen more. Well, yeah, that would have been pretty interesting. I mean, probably the most that we saw from that was the montage at the beginning and then them kind of doing a dance in the middle of the floor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't actually a dance, but, you know, they were training. Um, but that's pretty much all we saw from the Red Room. Yep. Then it got digital um, <laughs> and went up in the sky. That was kind of uninteresting. Um, yeah. They said it was free, but... I mean, it felt a little bit like watching one of those movies where they, you know, like uh, Taken, 
and they releasing the girls kind of felt like that, but <laughs> well, at least the villain died here. They end up killing Drake off because um, he, he definitely did die. He blew up in a plane. Right. Thanks to Florence Pugh, who was going to sacrifice herself. I mean, she did, but um, Black Widow ended up saving her while also fighting off um, Taskmaster. Now, do you think that in the was air. realistic action? They were free falling from thousands of feet in the air with debris and fire around them. She had one parachute, put it around her sister, jumped back and forth in the air, fighting Taskmaster and not being hit by debris as if she was Captain Marvel. Well, you know, you can't kill the character right there. That's just... No, you can't. <laughs> they also didn't have to make that scene. I thought that was very ambitious. That they, I guess she's a superhero. She's an Avenger, I guess. I mean, but we've, we've seen her hop around before. I mean, you remember the first Avengers movie when she was on the Hulk and, you know, yeah. he... Yeah. So yeah. she's hopped around before. Some of that rubbery CGI. But... <laughs> and, they, and, and she's just a human, but they... Um, her abilities are definitely as if they were super. I mean, she did break her nose like it was nothing. Um, what? But I mean, but she's probably had worse pain before. She was just because you had, just because you break your leg doesn't make breaking your finger any worse, any less. I, I mean, mean it's, it might be a little less. It's smaller. It's smaller, but it still hurts. Like she's fully <laughs> functioning. She's clear mind. Like I mean, she's. I mean, this fire explosions. I mean, she got the, the crap beaten out of her by the rest of the widows. That was a good scene. Um, I like that scene. It was it was a pretty good scene. Yeah, that was the best scene that I saw as far as fighting wise. Definitely okay. the best scene. Yeah, it was it was good. She's holding back, you know. They were... I mean, because she got destroyed. Well, I mean, she was fighting back a good bit, but she was getting destroyed. I mean, she was getting jumped. <laughs> they were well on her. Yeah, they held her down. I mean, it was pretty bad. They worked pretty well together. Um, I like that scene. They, yeah, it was, it was good. Not because she was getting beat up, though. Yeah, but um, <laughs> the fact that she walked away from that—well, quite—that's true. That's true. I mean, she got up flying through the air pretty well. Right. She just got the crap beaten out of her. <laughs> She's just been lost I mean, teeth, black eyes, um, you know, out of place jaw. I mean, she got Ooh. smacked around. Smacked does not do it justice. <laughs> <laughs> she got whooped. And those girls, I mean, she whooped some girls too, but they got back up. But they, <laughs> <laughs> they came back right. strong. Right. Yeah, she yeah, she got pretty beat up. Like um not almost almost as bad as as um the guy from um the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, I was thinking about Invincible getting beat up by Omni Man. It was oh, yeah. almost that level of carnage if you just you know make them normal people. Um, she was getting torn up without the face being beat up. Right, right. Without that face being beat up. <laughs> you know you can't mess that up. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not the main actors. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it, even though Taskmaster was definitely a negative point for me. I mean, 
highly disappointed in that. I've still enjoyed it for the most part. Um, as far as revisiting this one, I think I can revisit it in parts. Um, it's not unwatchable, but it's it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, I, yeah, I mean, that's hard. That's hard. Um, but it is well written and everything. Um, they did all they could. Um, they set up Hawkeye the series, right? We have yeah. the in credit scene. Obviously, she's dead, so we see her grave, um, and uh, we um, we get Julie. Uh, oh gosh, you just say Florence Pugh, right? Or right. yeah, yeah. Um, but at the end, we get. To see Julia Louise Greif, I forget her name all the time. The woman I from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, yeah, Julia Louise um, Dreyfus is at the end, right? You know, obviously, um, uh, Florence Pugh's character is working for her now, um, Ilana, and she convinces her that Hawkeye is to blame for her death, right? Um, so now she has a reason, you know. A next job is to go kill Hawkeye, pretty much. So we pretty much know how the Hawkeye movie or the series is going to be set up. Um, which I guess, yeah, it's good. Makes sense. Um, nothing earth shattering there. Um, <laughs> but we have something to look forward to in the TV show to another mediocre character. <laughs> oh fine. Um, Throwing shots. that than another movie. Um, don't want hers, but. Uh, or his uh, being movie for sure. But um, yeah, it accomplished what it needs to accomplish. Okay. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to Hawkeye's series. Um, I like the Ronin character that was shown at the beginning of Avengers Endgame. And it does make sense that she would be after him because he actually was the one who did kill her, but not really on purpose. I mean... I mean, but how does uh, what's her name's character even know? Nobody else was there. No, no one else was there. But I think she has some ties in the government. I'd assume we're going to find out. And I'm sure the Avengers, once all things are said and done, there's reports somewhere reporting what happened. And I guess Hawkeye probably, you know, he has to explain why he came back without her. Um, so there's probably documentation somewhere that she was able to leak and find. I mean, out. she just died on the battlefield. I mean, what what else you got to explain? Well, I mean, <laughs> they they they'll do her better than that. Someone's <laughs> Nick is Fury is not just going to settle for that. He's know what happened. Uh, her yeah. legacy is more than that. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it doesn't have to be public records or anything. No, not public. I'm mean, I'm thinking that somehow her character got access to these. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what her character is, um, but she just has a lot of inside information. I'm thinking you can you can make her like the equivalent to Amanda Waller in in DC, um, where she put together the Suicide Squad. I think this character is going to have a, a lot to do with. Being straight up evil, I wouldn't even say necessarily anti-hero, but pretty much, um, you know, we could get 
what is it? The um, there's like a dark Dark Avengers or something like that. Um, okay. I could see her being the person putting this team together. That or working with Thunderbolts, Red Hulk, you know, Thaddeus Ross, all that stuff. Um, she's gonna be something like that, putting folks together. Same we saw Nick Fury do it for the Avengers. I think they're putting her character in the same kind of realm. Okay. I mean, so far she seems fine. I mean, there's not much that you can really take from her. Um, Cause all she's done is just show up at the end of a movie or a series and just talk to somebody. <clears throat> but one thing I wonder is, are they going to do the red Hulk? Because the guy who plays as, uh, he was in this film, but I can't remember his name. But he's the one who was after Black Widow in the beginning of the movie. Yes, Thaddeus Ross. Oh, okay, yeah. Thaddeus Ross. Like, is he ever going to be the Red Hulk? Because it, it seems like he's struggling to walk a little bit. So, Well, this is on purpose, right? I mean, because he... Well, so there are some theories out about this. Um, you know, he, she made the comment that she just had... An, he had a triple bypass... Um, he's not looking so good in the beginning of the film. Some people are thinking that his health decline is what's going to lead him to experiment with these serums and become the Red Hulk. Okay, I gotcha. Which is a good way to to spin this, right? Um, and I think I could, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I could see the Thunderbolts coming out of this. Um, he's trying to, you know, because he is a pretty important person. Um, in the military, he's not a huge fan of the Avengers and being the super people, not a fan of the Hulk. Um, and his, what happened with well, his daughter just disappeared, they didn't even talk about her, but um, <laughs> he's never a fan of the relationship anyway. Um, so I can see this being led to the Red Hulk, okay. I mean, it's been many years in the works because what he's been here since the beginning. I mean, he was there before the MCU existed. <laughs> this guy's OG. Yeah. That's why I was wondering, like, is the walking because he's just getting older or they want him to walk that way? I'm thinking it's set up. They, they, I mean, they have all this technology to make somebody young and, you know, they, they could, if they wanted to, they could. Yeah. I mean, because um, with Alexi, he's in shape at, at the beginning of the film when they're showing a younger him, and then the present him is, you know, really out of shape. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that was him. I, I, I didn't see any kind of CGI or anything. I mean, if it was, I mean, that was probably amazing, but yeah. I doubt it was CGI. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but yeah, um, not too bad of a film. Um, I'm pretty sure you didn't think it was necessary, but not at all. What, <laughs> I think it's still a good thing that they were able to get this movie out, give Black Widow her justice. I mean, it might have been a little late, but better late than never. I, yeah, they need to get, get this out of the way. <laughs> A long time ago, um, it was overdue. If I if we got it before, I don't know. I'm glad it's done with. Don't want a sequel, of course. <laughs> and what about with the I sister? wonder if she's gonna stay dead. 
Maybe. I mean, I mean, they, they could probably easily make some characters come back. But what about the sister? Are you more interested in seeing her? You know, a lot of people, I was, Victoria was saying she actually preferred the sister um, in this. And I definitely, you know, I'm glad, of course, we'll see her in the Hawkeye series. I think that's been confirmed at this point. Um, she's a pretty funny character. Um, she obviously brings some use to the team because, I mean, all these actors, really, I mean, in the comics, these people live for years and they just, you know, go back and they reboot, reboot themselves. Comic starts over in a different time period or something, you know. Um, so they're kind of forever immortal um, in a way, but obviously in real life, these actors are getting older. So seeing this newer generation of people come in and do these films, interesting. At the same time, you have movies like The Eternals, where you have Angela Jolie um, and others who are not by any means near the beginning of their career, um, seasoned, uh, you know, professionals who are joining the MCU as well. So it's interesting. I feel like we're getting new blood um, at the same time where it's, it's just growing beyond, I think, where any, anyone thought the MCU was actually going to go. Yeah, um, I am interested to see where um, Florence Pugh's character goes. I think she, I mean, this might be controversial, but I think she's probably a little better actor than um, Scarlett Johansson, especially at this point. Um, interesting. Say what? It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, do you think so? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to compare. I don't, I don't know if I'd say she's better or not. Um, she committed to the Russian accent longer, which is, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, but I think you get more range with her. And I mean, I've seen her in other films, like one of your favorite films, Midsummer. I guess so. That's, that's a trippy film right there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess you just have a, a pretty diverse um, repertoire of films. Um, not quite as familiar with things that Scarlett Johansson was doing that aren't just different versions of Black Widow. <laughs> so. But that's just recent. I mean, Scarlett Johansson has been in a lot of films. So I think she's just kind of just, I wouldn't say phoning it in, but I mean, she's not winning no Academy Awards here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, how well do you think she did? I'm not saying that she did bad. No, I mean, I think she did fine. I didn't think, I don't think it was um, anything less than what needed to happen. Um, I think she's been pretty consistent with her character throughout the MCU. Um, she's hasn't been as crit like the way people criticize, um, you know, uh, Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel. She's hasn't had any of that. I mean, she's been you know clapped up. I mean, people have been asking for her own film. She's clapped up. I mean, she's. she's <laughs> <laughs> she's people have been wanting to give her more because she is hanging in there and um and just pure acting wise you got you got people like robert Downey jr um you have uh the guy playing the hulk i forget his name <laughs> Buffalo. um you have david Paul banner Rudd. all these or guys. bruce banner i said david but you have all these characters and they're most of stuff CGI, or at least the parts that are interesting in the film. She's one of the very few MCU stars 
I mean, of course she has stunt doubles, but she's one of the very few that doesn't get to just hide behind that. She has to be on all the time. Um, she's doing the fight scenes. She's doing the moves. She's working a lot harder than some of the other guys who are in these films. So to that, she deserves some credit. Yeah, definitely. That reminds me of that line that she had in one of the better MCU films, Age of Ultron, when she's <laughs> she's riding on the motorcycle and she picks up Captain America's shield and she's like, do I always have to pick up after you boys? So she's always been picking up the slack behind the scenes. Definitely. I mean, she definitely deserves it. Um, she's been consistent as an actress. Yes. Again, it's not her fault. Her character is who she is. But as an actress, she has done her job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to criticize her. I, I just think the new up and coming version of her, Florence Pugh, is definitely you know, interesting. Def- yeah. I wanna, definitely want to see more of her. Yes. Yeah. But any other thoughts before we give it a rating? I think I'm right. All right. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film Black Widow? I would rate it as a low banger. I would. Um, Oh, wow. I don't like the character, but that's not these people's fault. That's not the fault of the the, the cinematographers, the uh, Scarlett Johansson. They all, I think, I think with the story they, even with the Taskmaster issues, the story they wrote was pretty good. They glossed over the Red Room, but they still, it was funny, had some family elements in there, some save the girl themes, right? Um, of these poor girls getting, getting abducted. Um, it was, you know, female empowerment without having to like force it. I felt like it was very natural. Um, yeah, I thought there was there were some comedic points. They picked on Black Widow a little bit, which I liked um, as a character. And it was it was a good film. Um, my issues again are the character in the comics. Like, put what they really elevated her in the MCU to be on the same level as these other super beings, which I don't think is fair to them. But they've done a good job with the film. They've elevated her in name, not in power. Yes. <laughs> but you would think it's power because the way she's hanging in there, fighting aliens and, and all kind of the crazy stuff she's doing, but she's only human. Um, but you wouldn't guess that in watching these films. And like, obviously, we have a film like this and she's alone in it and she's not staying next to, you know, the space god, like I think um, the sister said at one point, referencing Thor. She seems pretty powerful and pretty strong. But at the same time, this is low-level stuff. Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's really like Ant-Man fighting people. It's like, we're not calling in backup for this. <laughs> well, at this point, she didn't have any backup. She was on the run. She was, but she could have asked S.H.I.E.L.D. for help. Um, but you know what? She didn't, didn't need it. Wasn't, wasn't a priority. We're, we're messing with stuff with the scroll. We got Captain Marvel flying around out here, um, you know, and Nick Fury knows about it. Like that's the we got we got bigger issues, uh, unfortunately, than, than Black Widow's family. Yeah, yeah, that we we definitely do. Um, but I'm gonna give this one a high background noise. I can't okay. go the banger route. Um, now it is a good film. It's it's not bad at all. I do like 
all of the female characters that show up in this film. I mean, because like you said, it does show female empowerment without it being forced in your face. Um, very strong women, you know, showing off their moves. I mean, I really enjoyed it, those parts. But Taskmaster was just too much of a negative point for me. And I just can't get past it. Because I was looking forward to that. That was one of the main reasons why I was going to yeah. uh, like this movie, or I thought I was going to. And that was just a huge disappointment, and I just can't look past it. And I don't know how they're going to fix this. Or, I mean, they probably won't. Well, they won't. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they probably won't. But, man, such a waste. I feel that. I feel that. They did. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, maybe they could do kind of like Mandarin, because I think um, Shang-Chi is going to have maybe the Mandarin in it, maybe. Yeah, it's, I'm, I think it's, they're making the Mandarin out to be his father. Um, but I don't see them, that. I mean, because that was very clearly in the film. They were like, he's not the real Mandarin, right? Like they, <laughs> like, they're almost apologizing with it in the same film. Um, this they committed pretty hard. I don't see them. <laughs> Taskmaster can't be evil after this. Um, so, well, I meant just being another person. Well, even being another person, it's just it's not looking great for that. No, it's over. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> they've changed up before, and I went with it. And I guess I'll go with this. I mean, I got no choice, but right, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, because they, they changed Ant-Man's villain uh, in his first film. I mean, he's not even actually a villain. That's just an alter ego. Right. Was it Yellow Jacket? But, eh, it's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever, man. I mean, man, I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but any other thoughts? Nope. I think that does it. I'm glad this has happened so we can move on. <laughs> yeah definitely but that does it for us at any reviews thank you everybody for listening make sure to check out our other platforms including youtube instagram and twitter which will all be linked in the description and if you want to send us a message you can click the message link to get featured on the show and thanks for listening <laughs>